Hi there, it's great to be together again, um, even if we are scattered across 1066 country and further afield. Uh, we're going to continue our Philippians Preach series today. We're going to build on everything that Sam uh, spoke about two weeks ago. And the reason we work our way through a book of the Bible systematically is it helps us to make sure that we preach everything in the Bible and not just the bits that are easy to preach on or not just the bits that we prefer to preach on. As we know, the writer, the Apostle Paul, was in lockdown when he wrote this letter. He was in isolation himself. He was in Rome, um, in prison. He was not able to be with the people that he knew, the people he loved, the people that he cared for. And as we've worked through this letter over the last uh, few weeks, um, we've been able to learn a lot about how we handle these things, but also we've learned a lot about God how we access God, how we connect with him, what he's like. And that's one of the reasons why we work our way through a letter in this sort of way. So we're going to pick up um, in the second half of Philippians chapter 3. We're going to be looking at verse 12. And I love these words. I love the energy that's in them. I love the faith and the enthusiasm that it stirs within myself. And I hope that as we look at these things together, uh, these things will be stirred in you as well. We're going to take this passage in two halves. We're going to look at a few verses, then I'll explain them, and then we'll come back and we'll look at a few more verses after that. So picking it up in verse 12. Not that I've already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Christ Jesus. All of us then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. The illustration Paul is using is one of running a race, looking to win a prize. And he himself is continuing to run even in his latter years. It's like a long distance race and it's an analogy that to some degree I feel I can connect with. Back on the 3rd of April 2016, I had my greatest sporting success. I completed the Paris Marathon along with tens of thousands of other people and and Chloe, my wife. Um, I promised her a lovely weekend in Paris, a romantic weekend in Paris. I maybe, uh, well I did obviously tell her about the 26 miles that we would be running on the Sunday, although you do get to see all the big sights as you go round, even if you're not really in a state of mind to uh, enjoy them. I think it's one of the hardest things that I've ever done, 60,000 steps. The training towards the end, you're, you're going out for training runs that are up to sort of three hours um, in length. It affects your diary, it affects your diet. For me, I had to eat more chips than I was used to. Um, injuries, what, what it does to your toes, your toenails, not worth describing. In, in some ways, it takes over your life. And then there's the race itself. You, uh, certainly for me, mile 20, 21, um, I think I hit a bit of a wall. I, I had already run a long way. I was really physically very, very tired. Uh, there were people who were now walking at this point. Some were sitting at the side of the road, and I just wanted to stop. Everything in my body was saying, stop, I've, I've just stopped running. I don't want to go any further. There was a real mental challenge to it as well. 
but the joy of crossing the finishing line. The joy of knowing that I'd done it. I got there, I'd made it to the end. It, it, it was the best. And so Paul uses an illustration of running a race with all the challenge and with all the joy and says, well, working out the Christian life, it's, it's a bit like that. And he uses this word press on. It has a real power to it. I'm, I pursue, I'm, I'm chasing down, I'm looking to capture. There's a, there's, these words are, are very definite. He's, he, he's got a goal, he's got a focus for what he's about. And Paul is saying, look, work out the Christian life like you're, you're preparing to run a marathon, like you're running a marathon. You need to be deliberate. And more specifically, the Apostle Paul is saying, you know what, and I am still running it myself. I mean, it's amazing to think that the Apostle Paul hasn't arrived yet. I mean, if anyone has, would have arrived, you'd think it was him. When you read what he wrote and is in the Bible, when you consider some of his, um, uh, the amazing miracles that he saw, some of his encounters with God, and yet he's saying towards the end of his life, I, I haven't arrived yet, I'm still hungry for more of God. And this is decades of following Jesus. Incredible miracle working, a sharp brain. It's just, it's amazing. In lockdown, it's, it's really easy to become jaded, become a bit unmotivated. And I think this can seep into your walk with God if you're not careful. Um, the Apostle Paul was in lockdown, but he was pursuing God. He was still running. So what was the prize that he was looking for? What was it that he was after? Well, we know from what it says here that the prize was heavenwards in direction. It's, it's not found behind him. It's not found in his achievements, his education. It's not found in wealth or reputation. It's not found in how many followers you've got or how many likes you have on a post. No, no, firstly, the first thing that Paul was pursuing is resurrection from the dead. To know Jesus and the perfection we will enjoy with him at that time. Now you may think that's a little bit of an odd thing to pursue. But actually in this time where life is so fragile, remembering that as Christians we're eternal beings. We are created to be with God. He's, the prize he was after was resurrection from the dead. These are the words that I proclaimed at a funeral recently. The certainty of the Christian faith is a resurrection to eternal life with God through faith in his Son, Jesus Christ. The certainty of the Christian faith. As, as those following Jesus, we can be certain on our future. We know we're going to go and be with him. Resurrection to eternal life with God through faith in Jesus Christ. If, if you don't know Jesus and you're watching him right now, you, you can't know that security. Because, because this, the resurrection to eternal life with God is only found in faith in his son, Jesus Christ. You, let me appeal to you, you need to put your trust in him. He is a sure foundation. He was a certain rock. He, you can hide yourself in him. He will not let you down. And, and the first prize we see here is resurrection from the dead. But that's only part of the prize. 
If we go back and look at verses 8 through to 11 of this chapter, Sam uh, briefly looked at them, we, we find actually there's something else as well. It's about knowing Jesus. The Apostle Paul had achieved some incredible things in his life, but he says that actually I count them all as rubbish. I, I put them behind me compared to the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. And he says, I, I want to know Jesus Christ. He's, he's the most amazing person that's ever existed. I, I want to know him better. Not, not just a head knowledge, not just an understanding of a few facts. I knew when he was born or I knew what he said. No, no, I want to know Jesus. I want to know Jesus as I would know a close friend. You know, there's that relational contact. That's what the Apostle Paul is talking about here. He says, I want to know resurrection power. I want to know what it is for the power of Jesus Christ to be at work in me in this life. I want to know what it is to share in Christ's sufferings. You may think that's a bit of an odd thing to want to to have happen, but from my limited experience personally and what I've seen in the lives of others as I've walked alongside them, there is available to the Christian a hope, a strength, a comfort that actually is only available in times of suffering. We, we get to access something in God that, that isn't available at any other time. It's, it's precious, if not still painful and incredibly difficult. I want to share in a death like Jesus. Um, Jesus says that if you want to follow me, you've got to take up your cross and follow me. The Apostle Paul wanted to know Christ. And he was still running hard after him, even after decades. Even though people had let him down, he'd faced disappointment, personal loss. But he says, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. And then he goes on and says this, all of us who are mature should think this way. We should, we should be pressing on. We should be looking to take hold of the prize. And then he goes on and he says in Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21, Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters. And just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I've often told you before and now tell you again even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach. Their glory is in their shame. And their mind is on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a saviour from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. We're told here that just as we have been instructed to follow Christ's example... And then Epaphroditus and Timothy, they were mentioned in chapter 2, follow their example. Now the Apostle Paul says, well, actually follow my example and follow the example of others who are living according to the pattern that we gave you. Following someone's example can be so underrated. That opportunity to imitate, to encourage one another is absolutely amazing. When I was running the marathon in Paris, a friend of mine, Paul Jenner, ran alongside me, we ran together for much of the race and that was such an encouragement, it was just better to run the race with someone else um, the Christian life in, is likewise, is, is meant to be run in community whether that's being part of a connect group and building friendships out of that 
uh, whether that's in serving teams, which I know are much more difficult um, in lockdown, but, but we're, we're meant to run this race together in community. Let me ask you a question. Who are you following? Who are you imitating? Who are you helping grow in God? Who are you helping along on that journey? It's amazing how powerful uh, just a simple text message can be. Uh, on the first week of the lockdown when we did our first live stream and we'd spent a couple of days trying to grab something together and put something together and we got to the end of the live stream, um, I can remember personally just thinking, I just don't know how that went. I think it went all right, but I wasn't certain. And then there was a uh, stream of text messages that came in that were so encouraging because I realised actually that what we'd done was far from perfect, but had been appreciated. It, it's amazing how a simple text message at just the right time can absolutely transform someone's day. I don't say this to you so that you text us messages of encouragement, although we're really grateful for all of the messages we do get. We, we are so encouraged by you. But, but so that you'd encourage others. Just different situations, different circumstances. People don't need to get stuff perfect to be encouraged. You can encourage them because they tried. You can encourage them because they gave it their best shot. Why don't we just even today spend a bit of time just sending out a text message or a WhatsApp thing or just, just encouraging in some way or another. But we also find that not everyone at Philippi is running to get the prize. They're, they're not still running. Some have given up. And this causes Paul real concern, even with tears. I think, I think this group of people are still linked to the church or part of the church because otherwise Paul wouldn't be so concerned. He, he, he wouldn't be crying, in a sense, about a group of people outside of the church in that way. And he says that many live as enemies of the cross. What a stark warning, what a, a great insult for a Christian to live as an enemy of the cross is awful. We know that's where Jesus Christ died for our sin. And we know that's where... where we find an access point to the Father. What an insult. And he says the result of their way of life is destruction. For the Christian, that, that can't be eternal separation from God, but, but it could be like escaping through the flames, like waking up and, and, and your house is on fire all around you and you manage to get out of your house, but you can't save any of your possessions. You've escaped through the flames. And I guess what the Apostle Paul says in Corinthians when he uses that phrase, it's like, like you, you get to stand before God, but, but you've, you realise you've, you've achieved nothing. You've, you've, everything was burned up that you worked for. So what is it? What do they look like, these people that are living as enemies of the cross? Well, it says their God is their belly. They're ruled by earthly appetites, whether it's food, drink, sex, that's what they pursue. That's what they give their time, their energy. That's their first thought of the day and probably their last thought before they go to bed. No, no, our God's not our belly. We know who our God is. They glory in shame rather than glorying in God. They glory in the very things they should be ashamed of. It's all upside down. The compass is completely out. They're celebrating things that don't please God in what they watch what they talk about, what, what they get enjoyment from. Their minds are set on earthly things, 
We're told to first seek the kingdom of God and all these things would be added as well. Yet maybe these people are more pursuing career or, or, or finance or whatever it might be. And again, none of these things bad in themselves, but, but we first seek his kingdom and God promises to bless us um, with what we need. And the Apostle Paul says, but, but our home, our citizenship is in heaven. This isn't home, we're just passing through, we're, we're journeying through. It's like we're on holiday here, our permanent residence is, is with God. So let, let's not put down roots here because this is not where we're going to be eternally. But our, our home, our citizenship is in heaven and we're waiting for Christ our Saviour to return which when he does, will see these lowly bodies that drag themselves around marathon courses to be like his glorious body. And that's the Christian hope. We're here to run. We're here to get the prize. How awful to cross the finish line and realise that we've missed the prize. We've been living for ourselves and not for Jesus. It's about knowing Jesus, about knowing his resurrection power, about walking through suffering with him. As I close, church is a race to run. You've, you've got a part to play. There's a race for you to run. Please don't compare yourselves with others. Com comparison is a killer. In a marathon, you've got the elite runners who are striding off the front. You've got the fun runners at the back who are dressed up as clowns and castles and elephants they don't care how quick they run it they just want to get to the end don't don't allow comparison to get you down to discourage you fuel well i wouldn't have got round the course if i hadn't drunk and i hadn't eaten make sure you're regularly being filled with the holy spirit make sure you're regularly feeding yourself on the word of god on what it says in the bible Run together. Don't run on your own. As much as you can, draw others in. They may not run the whole race with you, but, but run with others where you can. Don't become discouraged. Don't become weary. Some of you, maybe you're sitting out at the side right now. You've run hard. You've done really, really well, but, but you're tired now. Let me encourage you. It's worth it. Go for the prize. Go to win the prize. Go to get to the end of the race. Don't become disheartened by others falling away at this time. Because they will. People who, who can't carry on running, people who sit it out. But, but, but don't become discouraged. Keep running. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Your citizenship is in heaven. And then he finishes in Philippians 4 verse 1. Therefore, my brothers... And sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. Let me just pray. Lord God, I thank you for the hope that we have only in you. I ask you, Lord, as a church community, we would be those that pursue you. We run with determination the course marked out for us. I pray that even in weariness and tiredness, Lord God, that we would continue to pursue and follow you. I pray for those that are disheartened and weary that they know your grace, even at this time, coming and bringing strength and encouragement to them. I ask you as we go into a new season, whatever that holds following on from lockdown,
down and all those things, I ask you, we'll be a church that pursues you, that runs with determination the race you've marked out for us as a community of people. I pray for that in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Just as I close, just to say really, um, if you're watching in today and you don't know what it is to follow Jesus, um, please consider, please consider doing so. You may want to start a conversation with us. If you phone the church office, you can, you can do that. Um, uh, the telephone number is on our website. Or you can email hello at kings1066.org and someone would be only too happy just to start a conversation with you about what it means to be a follower of Jesus, what it means to be a Christian. God bless you all at this time and stay safe.